Hey folks, welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Podcast and the Mindset Matters Edition, where I'm joined by my wife and Olympic mental performance coach, Stephanie hanlon Francie. Together, Stephanie and I engage in a conversation about different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters. We believe that we're living in and through one of the most impactful global events in history. And let's face it, few have trained for or are equipped to deal with the life that is unfolding before them. The need to pivot in your business, your career, or perhaps deal with shifting family dynamics lies before many. We hope to inspire you to ask yourself questions or pause to consider how you view your world, your life. We'll invite you to check in on where you are on your journey, and are you still clear on your intended destination, or has it changed? Join us for this in our series of Mindset Matters. Listen in, enjoy. Hey folks, welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Edition. I'm joined, as always, by the lovely, the talented, the uber smart, beautiful, all of those things, my wife, Stephanie Hanlon. Well, thanks for noticing. Yeah, I always notice. <laughs> hey, so we got a cool show lined up because we're talking about fulfillment. And this is such a, I love this topic. I love, you know, the, the process that we work through to support people, you know, fulfillment, you know, we often have these conversations and we see individuals that are striving for something. They don't know really even what it is. And then they start to identify that, well, no, I need to feel fulfilled. That's what's missing for them. We've seen that many times. We have. And I think what, what kind of gets transposed on the word fulfillment is the word success. Mm. And they are two completely different things. Well, yeah, I, I think we can, we can, we, let's talk about that in a minute, but let's first off, you know, I'm a linear thinking thinker generally. So I like to put things in context. Then I like to say, okay, well, how do we get to the outcome? And for this, we wanted to call it the fulfillment equation. So what we'll do is give you the equation and then we'll kind of break it down and dig into exactly what each part of that equation represents. Now, if you're thinking math, it's none of that. And uh, it's certainly uh, not difficult. No, and ah. keep in mind, it's, it's kind of our way of being. It's not like we're not coming at this from, you know, we read this in a book and, you know, we're going to share it because it's interesting. This is stuff we've, we've discovered on our own. We've discovered it on our own. And uh, we've discovered a lot. And then part of what we're doing as well, I think everybody, you know, that listens to the show is hopefully you've started to hear and see our evolution if you've been following along. And our own evolution is that, you know, we take, we know this, we coach it. It's one thing to coach it. It's another to actually express it on a podcast and, uh, you know, have people and, and put it in a way that people understand. So it just doesn't sound like... And judge. We've, we've gotten some great feedback, but we've also gotten some interesting questions and some, <laughs> some like way. thumbs down kind of stuff. It's yeah. like, but we're not coming across, we don't want to be experts. We're not experts in your life. We're just yeah. sharing our stuff. And the people who don't like our stuff got to go away. We don't care. No. <laughs> okay. 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 Here we go. The fulfillment equation. Okay. So the first thing, and then we're going to dig into this, uh, folks. I love this and we're going to really get into it. So here we go. So first and foremost, skills that we've gained through hard work. So this is the process of gaining skills, picking it up, uh, developing uh, a skill set that you're proud of and that you like to do. You're doing it because you love to do it. That's the second part of leading to fulfillment. Okay. So what's the first part? Developing skills. Developing skills. So that's like A plus... B, B is, repeat. B, B is doing what you love doing to do. Doing what you love. 
plus? C, this is such an important one, is contribution. You have to be a contribution to others. Full stop. We're talking about that. And then guess what? Plus. You have to be rewarded for your contribution. There has to be some form of appreciation. And by the way, there is a monetary appreciation put into that context. And then you need to grow to be better. In other words, you can't stagnate where you are. There has to be a growth within that. And uh, that's where fulfillment lives. So that's like five steps. So Five steps. So repeat them again. Okay. A is... Okay, if you're keeping notes, write it down this time so I don't have to repeat Sorry, myself. Man. I can't even believe you're asking me to do that. Okay, <laughs> skills gained through some hard work. Okay, and, and hard work is a key, by the way, and we'll get to that in just a minute. Doing what you love to do, really, really important, uh, so it doesn't become just a grind. Uh, contribution to others, you have to be a con uh, contribution, and let's not step over the fact that within that contribution lives significance, mm -hmm. which actually plays into the next one, which is being rewarded for your contribution. Now, being rewarded for your contribution can, in fact, be the significance aspect of it. Okay, it doesn't always have to be money, and you know, and a pat on the back back might be awesome, but you know, it really is about uh, gaining significance as well. People need to know that that's not an ego thing; mm -hmm. that's a human psyche to have significance. Right? It's a big deal. Okay, and then growing to be better because you can't stagnate. Right. So those are the five steps. Thank you. Yep. So you can have that and you can be all fulfilled and then you get all depressed because, you know, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> right. And it's like, I'm going to be happy forever. Right. Once I achieve no. this level of fulfillment. You got uh, no. You gotta grow. Right. So when we look at what happens, you know, in the world of fulfillment, we know that there's emotional rewards. You know, there's the emotional re rewards of when we're doing really cool stuff, we feel very good. There's lots of positive stuff happening. And, and then there's the other side of that where there's some negative things when we're not doing something, when we're, you know, I don't know, surfing the couch or whatever we're doing, it's not very fulfilling. And then surfing we start- Surfing the couch? Well, what is that? Well, couch surfing, although that's the thing, I think when you're staying at your friend's house or something. That's right. All the time. I think you mean surfing okay. the net or something. <laughs> whatever you're doing. You're not being productive. So here's the thing about that. That leaves us feeling a negative about ourselves. And then we start to experience some guilt around that. We can. Now, this is a, a really interesting conversation because we can go off on a million tangents. I'm going to try and keep us on track. Now, the part about developing skills through hard work, this is something that's interesting, the psyche about it, because I know for myself, and you know this to be true, is I work hard. And, and sometimes people criticize me, like, do you just work? And I go, well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, I've, I've felt judged because of my... Well, you love to work. I and love you love to work. to work hard, which is amazing. Not just, you know, in your work and your job and your career. You actually physically love to work hard. I do. I do. I, yeah, there's something about it that gives me a lot of satisfaction. And whether it's in business or, you know, we live on our property, but when we've owned properties, like I've just always, I got to be moving. I got to stay active. And, and when I'm not, I'm not. I mean, there's, you know, I sometimes do nothing, but that's pretty rare because I, I feel, I don't know. I don't want to say I feel, I just feel like, gosh, I got to do something. I, you know, life's too short. I got to, I want to stay busy. I want to stay. It's the productive thing. It's a productive. Yeah. I love, love to, to be productive. productive. Yep. So here's the thing about developing skills though, working hard to develop skills. You know, if you're, if you wake up one morning and all of a sudden you've got these skills, whatever they might be, and you know, you got your MBA and you've got these business skills. Let's just use that as an example. There's not a lot of satisfaction in that. And or, well, 
slow down, cowboy. There could be because it takes a lot of hard work to get an MBA. I'm just saying, but if you wake up one day and you have an MBA as in you didn't work for it. Oh, got it. You know, like if you have a, I don't know if you have a fake MBA. I don't know what, what you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the thing. I want one. <laughs> I know. Well, lots of people have gotten those, I think. The point is this, is part of the journey of fulfillment is working hard and developing a skill. Okay. Now you, you know, many people go to school, they go to university, they get whatever degree they get, or they don't, or they get a trade, or they actually don't go to school, but they work their asses off and build a billion dollar business. All of that, a lot of fulfillment lives in the fact that you worked hard to develop those skills to then actually take them and apply them. Yeah, the process is so powerful when you think about working hard. Think of, I come from a, from a state of working with athletes. You know, from Monday to Friday, three to five hours a day, they're working hard. There's not, nobody clapping in the stands for them. Like nobody for me when I'm building my businesses, nobody's standing there clapping or giving me accolades. It, it, there is so much looking back now, you think about the joy and the growth and the connection is in the hard work. It, it really is, is. In the hard work. And then when you develop the skills, the, the skills that say that a few, only a few have, like you've gone through, I don't know, maybe you've gone, you become a pilot, for example. I'll just use that as an example. That takes some doing, right? To get, and to be able to get certified or whatever, uh, accredited or <laughs> get licensed. I don't know what the term is, that you become a pilot of, you know, a large aircraft, and then you go on to expand on that skill. But here's the key, a couple of things around that. There's some psychology around it. Why is this a mindset? Because if people are seeking fulfillment, and this is something that we see in our coaching all the time, this is something we've observed uh, just in life overall, is people are seeking fulfillment, but they want it to be easier. So they, I, I believe this to be true, and I might be full of shit, but at the end of the day, I see things on social media, whether it be an IG, an Instagram, or a social Facebook or whatever, it doesn't matter, some social media where somebody has an outcome that they share, okay? It's that moment in time, it's that snapshot, right? And in general, people have a tendency to compare themselves to that. So they look at, I want that. The outcome. The outcome, they want the outcome. Do they know what the steps were? What does it take to get that outcome, you know? Yes, it's a snapshot in time, and, and it could be... A, a celebration. Maybe it's a celebration. Mm -hmm. But what we don't see is the years, the months, the, the weeks leading Whatever. up to the it. The hard work yeah. leading up to it. And that's where the psychology of it, the mindset part of it, because here's the other side of it, is that there's a story that I think gets told that life should be easier. I should have the life of a billionaire, a multimillionaire. Uh, I it should all be fair. It should be. Well, okay, let's not go there. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, but the point of it is that we look at that and there is a psychology to it that says it should be easy. We want life to be easier. And here it is, folks. I'm going to give you a profound, I, I don't want to call it a truth, but a, here's a profound reality. Life is fucking hard. <laughs> and when you realize... drop. <laughs> well, no, it is. And when you realize it's hard, then it's easy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, here's the fundamental. Like, I go back to this as an example, and we could use all sorts of, of things, but I look at some really uber successful business people. I'll use the business as an example. 
those people work freaking hard. It's 24 seven, they sweat, like you look at us and I mean, people, you know, I always go back to a story where somebody once asked me, you know, I came off the stage at speaking at a, a rain event and somebody says, gosh, back to that was awesome. But like, how many hours a week do you work? And I looked at him and I go, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> I just do what I love to do. Now we don't want to step over that next part of the equation, right? So first off, get over it. Life's Life hard, hard and you got to work hard. Just get over it. Well, you know, just to digress a bit is that my mom always said, you know, back in the day in the 70s or 60s or 70s when we got a microwave, she started comparing people that wanted things to be easy and fast. Mm -hmm. She called them the microwave society. Yeah. And she said, you know, we have to resist and push back. We, You are not a microwave society person. You have to do the work to get the result you want. Because we want big results. We want big results. This is a, okay, we could go off on a whole tangent here. So as you're listening to this, understand that we're working backwards from fulfillment. So where does fulfillment live? And fulfillment lives in a very conscious understanding of what it takes to have that thing called fulfillment. But to know that it's possible. Well, it is possible. It is possible, but we've conflated it with success. It doesn't have to be a moment in time is what I like. Right. It's a journey. This, it is a journey. It's a process. It's like an equation. Here we go. This is the equation. So first off, you work hard and you develop skills that are that you love. Okay, this is the thing about it. There's lots of people that develop skills. They're in careers. They're in jobs. They absolutely freaking hate it. They got great skills, but they stay in it <laughs> even though they hate it. Well, but they get paid well. Well, that's where. But right. that isn't fulfilling. Oh wait, I've jumped ahead. You've jumped ahead. Sorry. But no, it doesn't matter. It's all part of it, right? So, you know, as we work through this, this equation of fulfillment and and that fulfillment actually leads to it leads to life satisfaction. It actually leads to joy. And, you know, I've had lots of realizations, you know, as you and I've shared, you know, the you know, past two or three years, three years, whatever it's been, we've had some big challenges that we've had to face for a number of reasons. But the point of it is this, is that in all of that, where I've had moments of being bummed out and uh, frustrated, I still live a pretty joyful life, you know, and I still feel very fulfilled with my life. And that's not me just saying that, that really is there. And that be, is because of a number of things. Number one is the people I surround myself with, the environment that I continue to create, and the intentionality I have of, of being and working hard and doing what I love to do. Now, both you and I do that. We've been coaches at some level in some capacity for whatever, 30 years. And we work hard at it. We love what we do. And we get to make a difference in people's lives. That's the third part of the mm. equation. So we work hard. We develop skills. Find what we love to do. Find what we love to Number do. Number three is? Be a contribution. Be a contribution. You have to be a contribution because you're going to take those skills and then you're going to put them to work. And you're actually going to come into and apply them with a team and, or an individual or a scenario or you're going to bring them into an environment where you get to take those skills, test them. But you get to be a contribution to an outcome. You get to be a contribution to a team of people, a group of people, whatever that might be. And you get to share what you do and then you integrate it with others do. And the next thing you know, you've got an outcome. And gosh, we worked hard for that outcome. You worked hard with a group of people. And the next thing you know, you've got that. Now, that is a place where you get 
number one, you either get uh, acknowledged. So in other words, you get significance, for example. That's where significance lives. That's where monetization lives. That's where you get to say, uh, somebody pats you on the back and go, you're awesome. You get credit. You get credit. Yeah, that's a big deal. All of those things, by the way, fire off things in your brain. You know, the chemicals, the good chemicals that flow into your brain. So there is a neuroscience to it. That's part of this equation as well, is understanding that we need that. Part of the challenge that we've faced with COVID, in depending on what you do, and there's a lot of that that just was happening in a face-to-face live events, for example, that we held a lot with live events, but also being in that environment where you've got people. Now it's like, okay, we can be in a group of people, but be apart. And depending on who's in the group, how far should you be apart? And should we be masked? All of these kind of controversial subjects that come up. But understanding that you've got to apply those skills that you love to do, and you have to have that regardless of the environment. Now, if you don't have it, and you're not feeling that sense of fulfillment, you have to step back from it and ask yourself, what part of this equation is missing? You know, maybe you are working hard. Are you developing skills? Are you able to take those skills and apply them? Because if you're not applying them in a scenario that they're appreciated, where you get to be a contribution to a bigger outcome, you're going to lose that sense of fulfillment. And that sense of inspiration and motivation to keep going. Because right now, a lot of those things are being taken away from many, many people. That connection, that 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 reason, that raison d'etre, the, the reason of being, why are we doing things right now? Like we're having to relook and dig in to what actually is creating fulfillment. Because if we don't look at what is the why, what is the the what towards fulfillment, then we can get really stuck. Mm-hmm. And when you get stuck and, and things start to go downward and there's a downward spiral, we as human beings, sometimes our egos don't really let us reach out and connect. Exactly. And ask ask for help. Now, the fifth part of that is always growing to be better, is honing those skills. You know, this goes back to the whatever it might be, the 10,000 hour rule, you know, like how much time and energy and really have you applied? And we always, I want to always go back to a fundamental that I've seen and that we read about and we talk about often is people not willing to do the work. Now, you see it with your athletes. We see it in general, but you see it in the athletes where young people see some of the athletes that you're working with, they're on the podium, they're going to Olympics, they're doing a world competition, they're whatever they're doing, they're like, they're being brilliant. But the reality of it is, is are you willing to do the work? If you're willing to do the work, you're also willing to look bad. You're also willing to be tired, to be exhausted, to be wrong. And that's what I'm thinking, I'm not I'm thinking, what I'm seeing right now is there's just places where people aren't willing to be wrong. They're not willing to look bad. And if you want to be the best in the world at something, let's just say, I don't know, anything, you just want to be really good at something, you have to be willing to look bad and you have to be willing to fail and sometimes fall down and get back up again. And what that does is it builds resilience. Mm-hmm. And when you think about building resiliency on the journey of fulfillment, I think that's what people step over a lot, is that in order to be fulfilled, in order to really appreciate when the metal goes around your neck and understand the work that it took to get there, 
Mm-hmm. And then be able to share that going forward. Like a lot of skaters we've talked about below uh, before athletes become coaches because there's just that willingness and the wantingness to move forward and to give back. And I think that's the fifth part of the equation is that we have to be willing to to look at where we can be a contribution looking looking forward. Now that contribution is a big part of it because that's where the a big part of fulfillment lives is the contribution because out of that contribution will come some form of acknowledgement you know whether it's because you get paid you get the pat on the back you get significance at that end of the day that being that contribution but that will go away by the way if you're not doing something that you love so we often, you know, I see it with some young people, younger people is they're going, well, I'm just going to get a trade. You know, I don't know. It's like, I'll make more money. I'll make more money if I do that versus that. Right. I'll make more money because I'm a, I don't know. uh, I have a trade, a welder or an electrician, whatever that might be. Now it's not like we hear that all the time, but it's like, that's an example of, well, okay. How long is that going to last? Because it could last for 30 years and for 30 years you leave a very lead a very unfulfilled life. So this is part of the a big part of the equation is developing skills and doing something that you love to do. And sometimes that's difficult to find and uh you know sometimes I feel really blessed that I had my entrepreneurial accident and that we you know we've kind of stumbled our way through life in terms of building businesses and supporting people and all the things that we do. That's where our contribution lives and you have to be willing to be misunderstood. You have to be willing to put yourself out there and say, this is what I want to do. This is what I love to do. Be paid for it. Be a contribution. Have significance. And then grow. That's it. You know, that's where fulfillment lives and ultimately joy lives. You know, it's really funny, you know, what what comes up for me when I'm working with the athletes or with my H&W, like with the, with the clients that I'm working with is that they have very high standards. They have very big goals. And when they get you know, things happen or, or a curveball occurs and something doesn't go the exact way they wanted to in that day, I bring them back to the goal hasn't changed. The goal hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. The process and the journey of going towards the goal, stuff's going to happen. Shit's going to happen. It just, it has to because it builds a resiliency and a resilient, I call it the resilient muscle, so that they can actually continue on towards the goal. The goal hasn't changed. The Olympic medal, the being a champion hasn't changed. These things have to happen in order for you to get there. Mm-hmm. And I think from a fulfillment standpoint is that if that can be blended in to understanding that the hard work is part of being fulfilled. At the end, when you look back and you can acknowledge yourself for the work that you've done and appreciate and not look at yourself as, oh, I just wanted, you know, I was part of the microwave society or I I just hired a different coach or I just got a different costume or I just changed the music or I did this and it was better. Well, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. That was all part of the process and the journey. And, and what makes it hard is also what makes it amazing. My belief is, is that we hear a lot, especially the past couple of years, man, oh man, it's been tough with COVID and all the stuff and lockdowns and fear of businesses. You're leaving, you know, we live in this world of not knowing what's going to come at us next, having to pivot all of the things that are happening. But I've come to believe that in that depression is a lack or somebody that is not experiencing any fulfillment in life. Now, 
I know there's also, and I'm not in any way, shape, or form a, an expert on depression, and I know there's chemical depression and there's all sorts of things around it, but let's just talk about being uber bummed out, being depressed, not feeling lit up, not feeling joyful, and that is a lack of fulfillment. But I've also come to realize that that's a result of not being a contribution and not feeling significance. So also where you need a bigger problem. So yeah, stop navel gazing. Stop navel gazing. I'm so bummed out. I'm so... the All about me and my sadness. And yeah. no disrespect, seriously, like don't hear us as judging. Um, because what I've discovered over the years, same thing, is that with the people that I work with or the people that I know is that the minute they can't see outside themselves, mm -hmm. this feeling or this identification with depression kicks in. Mm -hmm. And that's really scary because mm -hmm. what I've seen and, and we both experienced is that that leads to extreme behavior. It can lead to suicide. It can lead to drinking too drinking much, too much eating too much, whatever. Whatever, right? whatever yeah. is the uh, coping mechanism. Yeah. And the coping mechanisms right now are being amplified because of the isolation and the self trying to you know, we're, we're being told that we're, it's important for us to keep others safe. Well, if we don't keep ourselves safe first, you know, we're, we're called selfish. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think there's a conflict there right now when, we, when we're looking at, I'm looking at a couple of different situations where I'm dealing with clients that are being quote unquote diagnosed with depre depression and yeah. they're being given and prescribed um, drugs and the, the, the prescription drug rollout right now is bigger than any any other time in history yeah there's a there's a new thing happening not a new thing there's an expanded and far more common thing and because neither of us are experts on depression you know we just know what we know around seeing people that are bummed out that are actually you know they're self-diagnosed i'm just really depressed and when we dig into and in behind the scenes and we hear about their anxiety and we hear about them just being bummed out really it comes back to you know, that sense of not feeling uh, fulfilled, which comes back to accomplishment, which comes back to where am I a contribution? Why am I doing? I'm on this treadmill. And this goes back to a fundamental around uh, making a difference and developing a skill. So if you've got this skill and you're you think you're being a contribution, but it actually has now got either normalized, you haven't upped your game so that it becomes more impactful or whatever environment you're in with whatever culture, whatever, you know, you're playing a part in if you are not if you're not feeling like you're a contribution like you don't matter anymore then you have to either change the game and or move on and or i don't know stand on a, a hill and go guys what the hell you know and so there has to be a part of it where and and if you're not feeling fulfilled because you just keep doing the same thing and and getting the same result and that's all cool and the results are cool it's also and, called insanity yeah but no, but the thing is, is that, I mean, think about the people that we've met that are depressed, bummed out. It's they're, they're not struggling financially. They may not even be struggling career wise. They're just like, what is this all there is to it? So that's that lack of fulfillment, right? It's like, oh my gosh. And being bummed out, being depressed. Here's the thing. What we know is this action will always dissipate and kind of water down being bummed out or being depressed, having a bigger problem. And in other words, being a contribution to somebody else. Or being else. in motion. Think of emotion is the word of 
E-motion. Energy in motion. Emotion. If you are bummed out, like even in this moment, take action. Do something. Jump on a on a mini treadmill. Take some action. Help somebody. Donate something to, uh, I don't know, donate your time to something. Because energy in motion is what will elevate your emotions. Mm-hmm. I love those kind of little Yes. So key here, work hard, develop those skills, be a contribution, gain some significance, feel like you're making a difference. And uh, what was the final one? Oh, and grow to be better. That's the other side of it. You know, that's the other issue with fulfillment is that you want to take your game to the next level all the time, expand on it. And that's what we see. We, you know, we see in different programs, uh, you know, I'll use martial arts as an example. Skating is another one because we're, we're in that. And whatever sport you're in, it actually doesn't matter. It's progressional. You just keep getting better. It's like you are then striving and you're going through the process of improvement. You're developing those skills. You're getting better. Where people get stuck, and we're going to talk about this on another podcast. we got to do this, is that they don't want to do the work. They want to go. They want to get the result. Yep. They want to be at the top of Everest, but they don't, you don't go from the couch to being the top of Everest or Kilimanjaro or whatever. You don't run a marathon. You don't come off the couch and run a marathon. You have to go through the process. And that process for some, you got to enter the conversation where you're at. You got to enter the game where you're at, which means, oh, before I run a marathon, well, gosh, maybe I should try walking 5K or jogging 5k and then you got to start there where are you entering it so these are things that we do now it's in that accomplishment that we will feel fulfilled for a moment like i've done it but it's got to start to make a difference it's got to bleed out it's got to have a ripple effect of being contribution and uh, gaining some significance and then and or being acknowledged through payment for example pat on the back an attaboy at a girl, whatever that might be. So these are things that we want to consider in fulfillment. It is very conscious and it's very intentional. Um, I tried to put it into a pragmatic. Yeah, you did. I think we just need to circle back and and just identify the formula one more time. So there, this is our formula. We've done it so many times. I know, but I, for my pragmatic thinking brain people and the people that are listening to this, what is the formula? What work is, your ass off. Work your ass off. Gain some skills. Get the skills. Do what you love to do, though, in those Plus skills. love. And it may be boring for a while to get those skills. Of course like it you, is. You've got to go through the process of being... Because it's repetitive. Yeah, it's repetitive. Yeah, so that's one. Uh, a. B, love what you do. C. Be a contribution to others. Quit Contrib- navel-gazing. It can't be about you. That will get old really fast, and it can't be just about the money. Money is like, forget it. That's just energy anyways. You have to be a contribution. You know... That's where, you know, that's why we love what we do. That's why we put ourselves out there because we get to be a contribution. Like I said, when we started this, you know, if people don't like this podcast, then they don't listen to it. Great. The people who love it, love it. The people where we get to make a difference, let us know, hey, that was awesome. You made a difference. And we get that. And that's what keeps us going, by the way, being a contribution. Then you got to be rewarded for that contribution. That's actually why we started the Mindset Matters podcast. And it's why we started the program that you can check into on... uh the link that's below at some point. And then we want to grow to be better. Yeah. It has to grow. It has to shift. This is not easy for us, by the way. 
we love doing it, but we're trying to get better all the time. So anyways, we're uh, got this podcast going. That's what we're doing. We're improving. We're trying to improve. We're trying to bring a value, lots of value to anybody listening to this. So Stephanie, are we done? I think so. Uh, I have no last words. No last words. Weird. I have no final words. <laughs> Quit making it wrong to work hard. Just work your ass off. Be okay with that and do what you love to do. And then you'll love to work hard. And uh, you know, and it's it. not actually even hard once you not, get that. No, once yeah, once you realize that life's hard, then it's easy. Then it's easy. And then you know what? You get to do what you love to do. Stephanie Anlin, thank you so much. This was fun. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others. Share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener, if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.